Warning, the following podcast may contain top-class footballing debate and five lads who are absolutely hilarious. <coughs> Sitting back, relaxing and cracking open a cold one are all strongly advised. We are 4M1T. Thing is though, you, you say all this, but then they'll beat us in the final. Oh, they're not in it. <laughs> Give it, give it, give it to Eddie Cavani. Mate, how good is it? How good is Eddie Cavani? All that time, I know that was a very slow build-up into that, and I'm sorry, and I apologise. Actually, I don't apologise at all. I fucking loved every second of it. How good is Eddie Cavani? That is now, what, nine league goals a season, most of them off the bench. I think he broke the subs records for United today. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, just like world class um, like I said I, I'm fully fully in my words about Edinson Cavani um, I mean to be fair to myself I don't think it was that bad a prediction because he was only really renowned over the, all those years for Napoli which who were they and um, PSG for all that time and it's just the French league in it so and then to think he's coming over in the twilight of his career I was thinking, do you know what? He's not he's not gonna be amazing. And fair enough. He's he's been he's been brilliant. Um and to be honest, I thought he was a bit of a bit part player and he was sort of coming along and coming on the odd sub appearance and maybe getting a a goal every so often as a sub and in the Europa League, but then he's kinda of like he's backing it up a bit more and he's making himself undroppable. Like we we look useless when he's not playing. Um and he provides such a focal point to the team now Rashford and Greenwood are starting to look accomplished on the wings um, because they've got a focal point to aim for and yeah. when it's when, when Edison Cavani is not on the pitch it, they kind of look like they're, they're missing the, that link um, and fucking hell really really glad that he has signed a, a one year contract but what does that mean for our potential transfer business this summer uh, that's that's wow. one thing I think. His signing, his contract extension is almost like perfect news for the Glazers, isn't it? Because it means now, do they have to spend the money on a Harry Kane or someone in, in summer? Well, we'll get on to that because that is undoubtedly going to be a topic tonight. Because Harry Kane's still the rumours is going into overdrive about strikers this summer. But we had to lord Eddie Cavani start the podcast. We are for United fans and an Evertonian who's not with us tonight. Danny will be with us very very soon. Apparently, he's giving himself indigestion trying to eat his tea. Sounds like a little kid, that, doesn't it? Should we do a little bit of housekeeping, lads? Everyone, welcome to Four Manx One Toffee. Usually, you see Danny hosting. I am back on the hosting range for now until he jumps on. Welcome to Four Manx One Toffee. We are glad to have you. If you want to follow us on social, at we are 4M1T. Go and find us across social. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitch, we're on everything. If you want to find us on YouTube, our channel is still Four Manx One Toffee. Just go onto there. Hit the subscribe button on our channel and you'll know when we go live with podcasts. I don't know what the hell that is that Lee's holding. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to put you off. Finally. 
Finally, if you want to get involved with the show, we are live. Drop your comments and questions below. We will answer them live on air. We will give you a shout out. We'll come back to the Cavani and United and transfer business in a bit. The biggest thing that we need to speak about is we've got the Champions League final, which has now been sort of set in stone. We don't know where it's going to be, but that's a conversation for for another maybe segment in the show. But it's City and it's Chelsea. And this past weekend, Chelsea did a number on City again. So should Chelsea be considered favourites? Do they have Man City's number? Yes and yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think I, so. Yeah, um, you're going off. Well, what did he, what did they beat him in the FA Cup semi final? Yeah, as well. Um, and then obviously over the weekend, I mean, Pep tried to. I don't know if he tried to match up with their system um, over the weekend, but um, I mean, first half they were they were all right, but I mean, Chelsea came strong sort of the second half. But I don't know. Is that is that Pep trying to? Throw a few mind games there as well, just you know, trying to pre-plan maybe a, a formation or um, a what for you know a couple of weeks time. But you know, on recent on recent sort of form, you you think Chelsea would be favourites? Well, they say they, they should be favourites. I, I think they should be favourites anyway. I mean, after yeah. you've, they've done them twice in the last what three four weeks, mm-hmm. um, they'll have a bit of a psychological edge, I think going into that Champions League final as well. Um, so, yeah, in my eyes, I do think they should be favourites. And, yeah. <laughs> good, good timing. Danny, we're just saying, mate, and you can take over hosting now because I'm shit at you much better. Uh, Chelsea, should they be considered favourites for the Champions League final? Do they have City's number? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tuchel is doing a number on every manager not named Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Like Apart from he, the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's doing brilliant. Um, do, do you know what the problem is? For me personally, teams are trying to match Chelsea instead of playing mm. their own game. We saw it at Real Madrid. They went three slash five at the back. Didn't work. That was Pep weird. Did it on weekend. That was really weird. Yeah, it didn't work in both legs. Pep did it on weekend, went three slash five at the back with like five attackers. Didn't work. And one midfielder. Uh, I know, what was he doing, man? Literally could have had the title one. Like, it was a really strange thing for him to do. Um, I said whoever wins the Madrid-Chelsea game, I think, wins the Champions League, and I'm probably going to stand by that. Mm. Um, mm. I, maybe that's the eternal optimist in me that City are going to bottle it again, but... I, I don't know. I think it's um, it's a more interesting tie being City versus Chelsea than it would have been City versus Real Madrid. Yeah, I agree. I've I've been in in two minds about this, me, because I think that City have got that sort of that aura about them where they just turn it on for one game, and that's all they need to do. Um, but you're right. Chelsea have, have had them twice this year and but again they're they're not the circumstances of potentially winning the, a club's first ever Champions League trophy now the the only thing in Guardiola's favor is that he's he wins finals he I think he's never lost a final Guardiola that he's been in so I don't think he has now 
No. So, I mean, that's an incredible stat. Uh, but I think that, honestly, on that one-game scenario, I, I mean, I've said all along, I reckon that the winner of the PSG City game would win the Champions League. So that's that's <coughs> I was on the other side of you, Danny. Yeah. Um, but it's a tough one because it could go either way. I think where where they play it will will have a little bit of a bearing on on the outcome because um, you've got obviously the potential for them to be flying out to Turkey in front of no fans or having it in England and having up to ten thousand fans. I think that'll what that's what the limit will be uh, if if. Uh, if we're allowed to play it here, so uh, so yeah, um, it's a tough one to call, isn't it? I think, uh, but I do think Chelsea probably at this moment are considered favourites, maybe. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking, Collins? I do you know what's mad for me? The, the bucky, the bucky still have City as favourites. The bucky's always have City as favourites. Oh, no, we'll, we'll, yeah. Always do. Oh. I heard one of them turn around about City today and go, oh, you know, if they play at Wembley Stadium, that's like the Etihad South, isn't it, there that often? I was like, what, for the Carabao Cup? (laughs) It's only once a season. (laughs) Fuck you, know. But, again, that's testament, isn't it? Because City have essentially got side A and side B. The past few weeks, City have been playing their best side in Europe, and then they've been playing their B side in the Premier League. And their B side is still good enough to... Coast. Win every I believe <laughs> Chelsea had a few players missing at the weekend as well, though. Like most notably, Mason Mount wasn't playing, was he? Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether this past weekend the game actually meant nothing because both managers were keeping cars close to the chest, which he would mm. do. It'd be the natural thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know. For me, if I was managing, I'd want to put down a psychological marker and just go out and batter him. Like that, that's that would be yeah. me. Like I want to go out and say, "Yeah, like get yourselves ready for a Champions League final because this is what you're coming up against." Like, <laughs> Just imagine you... Pep Guardiola going, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." But that's that's how I think they should have played it. And if if there was these silly mind games and stuff, like pe- people may even it'd be suggesting things like Aguero Penenka that <clears throat> penalty shit on purpose. You know, stuff like that has been going on behind the scenes because of. Um, whether they're trying to play mind games to sort of wind Chelsea up and make them think that they're bottling it or not up for it or whatever. So, yeah, interesting. No chance, no chance. It's it's poor from Pep. You you could have, like you said, put a marker down. You could have won the title. Yeah. And they, they royally cocked it up. Like, we, we did a job on Villa yesterday. I don't know if you guys have spoke about United yet. We did a job no, on yeah. Villa, which has just delayed the inevitable. But... There's going to be a point where it's going to start creeping into the back of the mind that if City slip up one more time, this title race isn't over yet. Yeah. Well, I heard John Motson on the radio today say that he thinks it's going to go down to the final day. Now, that is wishful thinking, but th- there are some people that seem to think that Newcastle might get a result. I, I think they will. I Strange things have happened. Strange things yeah. have happened. We, we've bottled it in this position before. <laughs> Liverpool, very famously a few years ago. Sorry, I've got something in the back of my bleeding throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Liverpool have bottled it from a better position before. Like, it, mm-hmm. th- there has to be some sort of doubt creeping into City's mind if they do not do the job against Newcastle. Like, for me, put your best team out against Chelsea, go and win the title, then you can fuck around and try things. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. That's poor management from me as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And to I think, can't, I can't see it happening. Me, I'm not. I mean, we, we, 
you know, we've got to win no. every game, won't we? Yeah, we can't yeah. we can't drop any more points. So by yeah. the time they play next, it's done. It could be done and dusted anyway. But yeah. I, you know I, what? Yeah, as well, Leicester and Liverpool. The way, yeah, the way the games have fell as well. Like this week, I, 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 what are the chances? It could have been Brighton and Sheffield United. It just happened to be Leicester and Liverpool two days later, and you're <laughs> just like ah, uh, and Villa as well. Do you imagine if Villa had Grealish? It would have yeah. been impossible. Hmm. No, but what I I just I'm pinning this on Pep. I think three weeks before a Champions League final against your finalist opponents, and you've put out a strange team and you've lost two one, and it could have been more. It's not. Yeah. It it doesn't. If I was a City fan, that wouldn't strike confidence in me at all. Mm. I suppose. I suppose. I, I suppose Chelsea haven't. You say more to play for, but because they're still tra- they're still tra- fighting for a top four. You know, yeah. if they don't win the Champions League, there's a chance that they don't get in the Champions League next season because of how close that top four sort of race is. Yeah. Uh, City, I mean, the ninety nine percent over the line. You know, you, you, maybe Chelsea just had a bit more sort of oomph at the weekend because you've got maybe a little bit more. Riding on it for sort of next season, maybe. Um, you know, they've got to keep winning. Um, you know, um, they're not sort of relying on other teams to, to drop points as well. They, they need to keep winning to keep that top four sort of berth alive. Because, uh, like I say, if they don't win this Champions League final, then, you know, there's a yeah. chance they might not get in the Champions League at all next season. But I don't know. But they seem. They do seem quite comfortable without the ball as well. I've seen that recently in the the two Madrid games, um, and and pretty much the two games against City. They're they're quite happy just sit back and let let these teams have the ball. Um, yeah. They seem quite comfortable um, doing that. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how the the final will probably pan out. You know, City will have most of the ball again. Um, but yeah, they do seem quite comfortable and and happy to just let the other team do what they want and sort of work their way into the game sort of later on. It's got the players to stretch. You've got the players to stretch. You've got, you've got so much pace and power up front, Chelsea. And Kante, <clears throat> Kante's coming into his own again because he's finally been put back into the Kante role, which used to well, be the Makalele role, but now it's the Kante <laughs> role because Kante is yeah. just the best at it. Tuchel said it in his first press conference, didn't he? He's been dying for years to get Kante at every club he's been at. And now he's got him. He was always going to get the best out of him. He was always getting the best out of Kante. Unreal. If only they had a top class number nine, like a Oliver Giroud, for example. Because if Giroud's on that pitch against City, Chelsea win 5 1. Well, again, I don't know if you I don't know if you've mentioned Cavani yet, but I'm sure that's something we'll come on to at some point. Uh, I had a bit of a song and a dance about Cavani at the start, mate. You'll you'll see that probably this tomorrow morning and think what the fuck was he doing? But <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't be as much of a song and dance that I was doing at the start of the season and I will be doing next season because he's signed a new contract and Lee's got to buy a shirt of his name on the back of it. We have four league games left and Cavani needs six goals for Lee to get that shirt. And I, you know what? I wouldn't put it past him. Hasn't he scored 15 oh, goals this season? 
I not in the league. No, no, I'm, go- I'm oh, going. Right. Back and I'm going back and listening to that podcast because I we definitely did not say league. You said 15 goals. Lee said 15 yeah, goals, and then I pulled him on it in the WhatsApp, and he was like, "Well, I meant league goals." Uh, I'm, I'm going back and listening. I'm going find the proof. And then when he scores 15 league goals, it's actually 15 from outside the penalty area. <laughs> it's actually 15 hat tricks, 15 perfect hat tricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant. No, well. Am I taking over here, Chris? Yeah, mate, you're much better at it than me. Go on. I don't want to, though. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, Chelsea, I think, are on the up. Another team in London that are on the down is Arsenal, who have yet again failed at the last hurdle, who yet again have just surprised us all at how shit they can actually be. They've gone out to Villarreal in the Europa League all they needed was a goal. And I don't know if any of you boys, I don't know, we were all watching United, but if you boys caught the highlights of that Arsenal game, it was like a pre-season friendly. It was awful. And I'm sorry, and I know we are team manager most of the time on this podcast, it is Arteta's fault. If Arsenal want to go anywhere, to quote the Arsenal He's fan, he has to go, blood. He has to go, blood. It's just ridiculous that you could throw Arteta into the job at Arsenal with no management experience whatsoever and expect... Arteta is managing to the ability that he has. And that's not to say that Arteta is going to be a bad manager forever. He just doesn't have the experience. And I know this is the argument that people want to, well, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has not got the experience. He's managed at clubs before. He's cut an apprenticeship. At Cardiff, he's cut an apprenticeship. At Mulder, he's managed football teams before. Arteta, it's like Lampard. I mean, Lamp- even Lampard had more experience than Arteta. And you he saw how that went to Chelsea. He put cones out for Pep. That's what Arteta it's, did. Yeah. It's just not good enough. Like I don't know what Arsenal were thinking, but it probably all boils down to there's a lot of rumblings about Stan Kroenke actually being happy with Arsenal just getting top 10. Because financially, financially, well, yeah, financially though, for for, for Stan Kroenke, that means, you know, good business. But for for the Arsenal fans who are used to seeing, it it just puts Wenger's achievement in getting top four every season into perspective, doesn't it? I mean, are we, I don't know how he did it. Well, I don't think the league was as good then anyway. There wasn't. No, it it probably wasn't. Yeah, I agree with you there, Lee. I think the, I think the standards improved. Um, since I mean, even towards sort of uh, the end of his tether at, at Arsenal, I think the uh, I think the it's not it's not really just that this sort of big sort of top four. There's there's top six, top eight. You know, teams sort of always there or thereabouts now. You know, um, I mean, you look at the the league the last few years. You've got Leicester emerging as as being up there season on season. Um, We'll talk about Spurs, but um, you know West Ham. West Ham could be an emergence. You never know. You know this season and, and for a couple of seasons. But the Wolves were up there for the last two seasons. Yeah. Um, you know the the league has got the league is a bit more I think competitive um, for those sort of Champions League European uh, spots. Um, but you know Arsenal. I think that just sort of sums up their their season in general they've just been poor at home they don't score enough goals I mean look at Aubameyang probably got about 10 goals all season 
Lacazette, I don't think, has chipped in too much either. Um, they've just been they've just been poor from basically Mac day one, mm. and you know that's this is where they've ended up, sort of mid table, mid table team. And you know, do Arsenal fans sort of do they look at that and go, this is this is this is kind of going to be where we are for the next couple of seasons? More than a couple, yeah. You know, it's it's it is a big rebuild. This um, no European football for what was it 20, 25 years or whatever, thirty years. Nineteen ninety five, I think, was the last time. Either that or ninety seven. One of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I say the the money that they won't get now for just being in Europe as well. Uh, will that have a knock on effect now with transfers and stuff? Is that no, the they right man? The fucking Super League. Yeah. Thing is though, you you say all this, but then they'll beat us in the final. Oh, they're not in it. <laughs> <laughs> that was like me a couple of weeks ago with Spurs. But I was like, you know, Spurs could still win the Europa League. They went out to Zagreb, mate, about four months ago. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the they thing just, is, they've, was... bought, they've bought poorly. They've made oh, shit signings. Yeah, yeah. like party. Bought... What's he done? I, but Party's a great player. But he, not is under he? Arteta, he's not. Yeah, not he under Arteta, he's not. Yeah, under he's Arteta, not. Kieran Tierney, Tierney, phenomenal left back. Really, yeah. really good. Probably one of the best in the league. Will will leave because he's better than Arsenal. Pepe, yeah. 72 million. Shite. Willian on a free. Yeah, what a ridiculous signing that was. Gabriel, for all that we were raving about Gabriel at the start of the season, where the fuck has he been for the rest of it? I mean, I know he's had injuries, but even when he's come back, he's not looked great. Their best defender has been Rob Holding. Yeah, and then let, you've got let Smacker, who's go. probably the best player. Yeah, wait, the Martinez has gone. Any Martinez? Yeah, oh, any Martin, Martin. I thought you meant yeah. uh, the young Brazilian. Martin, oh, Martinelli. Oh, Martinelli, no. Martinelli. Martinelli. Yeah, the youngsters. <laughs> the youngsters are the only are the only good thing about Arsenal season. So you know, yeah. like your likes of Saka and you know Emil Smith Rowe, uh, they've yeah. been ter- they've been terrific. They've been like a real highlight, but. I mean, why did you think? Why did you think William was a good idea? There's a reason why Chelsea weren't going to give him a new contract. Yeah, now, what, what possessed you to do that? It's just a really stupid. Do you remember he was bought? Do you remember the the the, uh, the two assists or whatever he got against Fulham on the first day of the season? They were like, "Oh, this is going to be a bargain." This. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has he been? He's, since got then? he's got his first league goal. Was it in the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty. What is it? Twenty twenty five games. That's what he's played this season in the league. He scored his oh, first one at the weekend. It's my flop the, of the season. That the, the thing is, like, they need to get rid of Arteta, but there's no one to bring in. There's no one that will take this Arsenal job and do a better job than Arteta. So, similar to what we did with Oli, give him time. Can it get any worse? Maybe. maybe. Fucking hell. Well, this no, is the I thing. Think... Like, go on, Lee. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, we've seen all the managers across Europe, like, committing the new contracts and coming out in the press saying that they're definitely not taking the Spurs job. Can you imagine if Arsenal were looking for a manager? God, you'll, you'll, you'll have, like, Benitez and people like that going to the French second tier just to avoid getting the Arsenal job. <laughs> no. Ah, oh, sorry. A breast are on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Who? Who? Zagreb. Yeah. Like just yeah. anywhere. <laughs> well, the Chinese do, league. You want me back? Yeah. Sound done. Yeah. Well, I bet do you, you not? Do you not think though? Like, so at the very least, and 
let's face it, it, it has taken an upturn recently with the Europa League final and stuff. But at the very least, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has served a, a great purpose for United, which was we were in disarray after Jose. I mean, he just needed someone to come in who knew the club, steady the ship, and at least get it up to a, a good enough level that a top-class manager could come in and take over then. I feel like Arsenal needs someone like that. They need someone who can just steady the ship. Someone who can maybe just get them back into the top six at least. Get That's get the playing squad. Yeah, someone... I mean, well, he's a top-class manager though, isn't he? Like, he's someone who you'd expect to take to the big time straight away. I'm talking like, you know, someone in the interim. And and there are people like Eddie Howe. Give yeah. the job to, give it to Eddie Howe. Eddie Howard, Eddie Howard stabilise Arsenal and do a better job than Arteta is. And it's no disrespect to Arteta. He's just not got the experience. Mm. He's flapping. I've heard Chris Wilder's available. Oh, I, mate. Do you know what? That'd be the best, one of the best things that has ever happened in life <laughs> for Arsenal to get Chris Wilder. It wouldn't it just? Oh, <laughs> mate, I'd, I'd, I'd explode. I don't know what I'd do myself. <laughs> Oh, that'd be fucking unbelievable, mate! Imagine, imagine he buys Chris Basham his first signing. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I get Sam Allardyce in just to try and avoid relegation for next season. But the duck has been broken. He he has gone yeah. down. Do you know what? Yeah. I feel for him, and I I actually feel for West Brom because I feel like they, out of the three that are going down, have probably played the best football they've had the best results against the teams in the upper six so to say you know they came to Old Trafford almost did us over points off Spurs Liverpool City Chelsea took four points off Chelsea this season but I can't feel that bad for him because he slapped Savin Bilic after drawing 1-1 with City and also Mm. it's West Brom and also it's West Brom they'll they'll get raided they'll get raided Lee went mental about West Brom at the start of the season, didn't it? And I can completely understand why because they're yeah, just pointless. It. They're just a pointless, pointless football club. And I'm not <laughs> yeah, if you're a West Brom it. supporter, I'm not asked. Like it's like, exactly like Palace. Danny, you said about Palace. Like they just what are you doing? You just do nothing. Yeah, you offer you offer absolutely no excitement to proceedings. Like you just fucking do something different, please. Well, that's where I'm, and I, I well, mean, yeah. you, you say all that now. Look who's just fucking coming back up again. Norwich. And, and look who's coming back up next season. Be West Brom again, lads. West Brom. Exactly. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. mad, isn't it? Because like the, the championship was absolutely mental this weekend. Uh, yeah. I know Dale, you you caught a fair bit of it. Um <laughs> but like the team the teams that are coming back up, it does seem to me that the divide between the Premier League and the championship is growing. Because it seems to me that just the same four or five teams just going down and coming back up. Then an odd one will go down and stay down there for a bit. Um, and I fear for teams like Brentford, if they don't win the playoffs, they're done again. You know, Ivan Tony yeah. broke the championship record this season, 31 goals, insane That's numbers. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't win the playoffs, he's gone. Yeah. Just like they lost Ben Rama. Like, Teams that can't come up, they'll yeah. lose everything. Well, they've lost a few players recently, haven't they? Is it Ollie Watkins as well? He went to Villa. Yeah, yeah. Ben Rama's been on loan at West Ham. I mean, they've they've hit the crossbar the last what two three seasons. They've been they've been in the playoffs, yeah. and then they've they've, they've lost the final. Or you know, they've they fell at the first hurdle in the playoffs. But 
and we and with you, Danny. I think this. I think this season is they need they need to do it because I think if they don't, I think that's it. I think they've missed the boat in my eyes. I think you, there's only so many times you can be up there in the championship before you know you, you either get promoted or then that sort of run sort of tails off and you you start rebuilding again. Um, I think this one they need they need to win this playoffs. Um, and like I say, if if they don't, then yeah, that Ivan Tony can he's he's probably gone. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple of other players, but it's uh, it's, it's a tough league anyway. I mean, they've done well to sort of be there or thereabouts the last three three seasons or so, but we kind of just need to get over that final hurdle. And like I say, it'd be it'll be nice for the Premier League as well to have a sort of a, a, a sort of different team in there as well. You know. Not a uh, fucking yo-yo club. Yeah. <laughs> I want Barnsley. Oh, I'd Bar- Barnsley would be wicked. Bar- I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd feel so sorry for him because they'll, they'll just be whipping boys next season. Oh, they'll, they'll get four points, but it'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them will be against us. <laughs> yeah. Three of them will be against us. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That you know what being said, though? Well. <laughs> that being said, uh, We've lost less game. We've lost the least amount of games this year. Mm. We've lost four games all year, and three of them were in the first six games. And when I said three of them, I held up four fingers. But you know what I mean. Three of them <laughs> were in the first six games. Could you imagine if we had any sort of decent home form? Oh. I I just think oh, about no. like like points like the Palace game, first game of the season. Uh, numerous Sheffield. stupid draws, yeah. yeah Sheffield, like Sheffield. We, we could have won this title. We Easily. absolutely could have won this title, but that is all part of the growing process. And like you said, Collins, yeah. Ollie has stabilised the ship well and truly. Whether he's the man for the future or not remains to be seen. You know, if he wins the Europa League, going to cut him some major slack, um, and then hopefully that leads on to a Champions League. I'm not expecting us to win it, but I want us to go on a run next year. Like we have to yeah. make quarterfinals at least. Quarters, it was embar- at least, yeah. it's embarrassing we got knocked out early this year. But yeah. if we it can, I said, I think I remember saying at the start of the season, as long as we close the gap on City and we improve from third to second, I'll be well happy with this season. And to say that we've got yeah. what three match days left and the title still isn't over yet. I can't actually knock Ollie with them stats, you know. Three games yeah, lost. No. That's insane. We're on a 26 away game unbeaten streak. <laughs> no, we're not. Europa League. What, in the league? Ah. Uh, we, have, we haven't lost in the league in, in 26 games away. That's it's all season. Yeah, it's been it's been a mad away yeah, it's, record. It's been back in the last season and then all of this season. We haven't lost away in 2016. We're only, we're only three games off Arsenal's record. I'm, yeah, I'm just hoping that the Europa League final is is a catalyst the same way that, you know, like Fer, Fergie had a, like a, well, I'm not even, not even a bit of a tumultuous start. He had a very tumultuous start to his reign at United and he was on the verge of going and then he won the cup in 90. Now, I'm hoping that's that was a massive catalyst for everything that came after that. Obviously, the Premier League, uh, Cup, Cup Winners' Cup against Barcelona, and then it all just pff, 
through the nineties and exploded. I'm hoping the Europa League does the same thing. It's just winning a trophy just just adds that winner's mentality. It's that we can get our hands on silverware. So what next? It wets yeah. the appetite well, of get, players. Getting past the semi final was was a big enough one. <laughs> yeah. Six well, two like, in the first leg though, it didn't exactly cause a mental hurdle this time around, did it? Fuck you know. But Ollie needs this now. Ollie needs a trophy. He's been this is what second, third season. Like we haven't had a trophy in a while. Yes, mm. all right, it's the Europa League, but it's better than the Carabao Cup. I'd rather us win the Europa League than the Carabao Cup, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a it's especially with the way the Champions League works where you have the all these teams, including us that drop out into it. It's becoming a stronger and stronger competition every single year. I don't think yeah. that should happen still. I think if you're out of the Champions no, League, don't. you're out like it's no. bollocks. Yeah. It's um, ridiculous. It's like, yeah. I'm not, I, I saw a really good comparison the other day. I think I saw it ages, I think I saw it the other day. Like if you if you reset the league and took out like certain teams, like No, it's taking it the top taking the like the middle six teams out of the Premier League, putting them into the championship yeah, yeah, that halfway was it, yeah. through the season yeah, and setting it. everyone at zero. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's essentially what happens. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It is, it's bollocks. Like it should it shouldn't happen. But you know what? It has happened and we've taken full advantage of it. We've been exceptional in this tournament. Yeah. Unconvincing at times, but we've destroyed everyone that was coming in front of us. Which testament to Ollie, because it's been hard Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. You know, these yeah. next this next seven days are a bit ridiculous with <laughs> Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday, whatever it is, like honestly insane. Well, but- to be honest with you, the only people that can be blamed for that are the idiots that decided to storm the pitch at Old Trafford last week. Because if they well, didn't do that, yeah. we would have played Liverpool and we wouldn't have had to play on this Thursday. So yeah, true. I don't blame Ollie for that one. I don't blame. I don't even blame the fixtures for that no, one because it's not. It's our own fault. The game has to be played somewhere. Yeah, like the, we've got the people don't understand that with the Euros are literally in a month. Like, the game, the games have to be put in. <laughs> we've got to play them eventually. Yeah, what are these? Th- what what were they thinking? <laughs> Fuck the Glazers. Well, obviously that's they weren't thinking. thinking. Yeah, <laughs> obviously they weren't thinking. That's the problem. Anyway, we're not getting back into that again. <laughs> no, no, because there's things coming out today, and that um, Juventus are going to get kicked out of Serie A because they're still part of the Super League. Yeah, glad. Yeah. And Barcelona, Can't Barcelona, wait. and Real Madrid, who between them managed to fuck up the La Liga title race. Oh, mate, I don't even like Spanish football. And what is happening over there at the moment is incredible. All it Real Madrid is. had to do was win. All they had to do was win. They had one job. <laughs> they just couldn't fucking do it. <laughs> Honestly, that, that Real Madrid to be a game last night was insane. I, they, I don't think boys, now, then? it's I, I'll let it still. They're two points clear with uh, three games to go. Yeah, they and, have to and, be. And all three teams have got easy run-ins. Like the hardest game out of all three teams is Atleti versus Sociedad, which they should win that. Yeah, but you say easy teams. The, the the league wouldn't be in this position with three games to go if they were winning their easy games. So. That is very true. I know Atletico looked dead and buried a few weeks ago, yeah. and, and now they're right back at the top of the pile again. Credit it's to Sevilla insane. for keeping it going as well. Like Sevilla have stuck in there, and it, God, if they would have held on last night... I think last night's result ruled Severe out now. Um, they're too far gone now. They're five points or six points behind Atleti. It's too much to come back now in, in three games. But if they'd have won last night, they'd have been right up there. 
and it would have made everything very interesting. But I don't, did you just catch the goal last night? The severe second goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Insane. Corner comes in. Ed Militao handballs it, but no one picks it up at all. Then Real Madrid go out on the other end. Benzema gets taken out in the box. Real Madrid get a penalty, and then VAR pull it back for a severe penalty. Absolutely mental. <laughs> I've got to find it. It's like it, it's like the shit show version of what happened between Leicester and Watford. That <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah. he, he even looked like him. Benzema even looked like Anthony Knockout. He was like. <laughs> what yeah, the fuck? Just, I shouldn't have contested he, it. He, he just couldn't understand what was going on. And like you saw him having like a conversation with Fernando because he's pointing at his penalty and Fernando was like checking down ball and he went, Oh fuck. <laughs> and you know what? Who took the penalty for Sevilla? Ivan. I bet he loved every fucking second of that. Yeah. Absolutely. I bet he loved it. I bet he absolutely fucking loved it. And you know what? He looked like the coolest guy on the fucking pitch last night when he was taking that penalty. That's like what years of, Bar- years of Barcelona does so you're just calm and composed. I do you know, yeah, I, I agree with Lee though. I, I do think there's another twist in the tail somewhere. I think that has to be. It can't just be as straightforward as all of them win all three games down Atletico win the league. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Atletico think- are gonna win it. I think as well, I think um I think Bar- Barcelona have um look at the goal difference. I think they've got about eight or nine up on Atletico Madrid, and about ten on uh, ten on Real Madrid as well. So if it comes Real- down to that, Real Madrid have got the better head-to-head, though, haven't they? It's head-to-head in La Liga, isn't it? Yeah, it's head-to-head. Oh, is it? All oh, right. Yeah, yeah, it's head-to-head right. in La Liga. Well, I'll just ignore the fucking whatever I've just said then. <laughs> well, no, because if head-to-head doesn't fucking decide it, then it goes to goal difference, doesn't it? it, it no, it goes to goal scored. Oh well, did you? Oh, Barcelona. Where, where's, goal that, <laughs> where's goal difference yeah. then? Do we even need goal difference in La Liga? Just fuck it off. <laughs> just to, uh, I've just had a text then off one of my friends. Uh, no team in England are currently enjoying a, a longer unbeaten run than Stockport County. Stockport County and Man United are on fourteen game unbeaten runs. Wow! Up the fucking atters. That's a good start. And it just, yeah, no, I think I think the title's going to Atletico and I think they deserve it more than anyone. They've been unreal this season. They are always the third favourite every single year. So to overcome that, Simeone's done an unreal job. Signing Luis Suarez was an absolute fucking masterstroke. Oh, yeah. 100%. It, it, How many goals has he scored this season? 18, 19-ish. I can't, I don't know off the top of my head, but... Which for a 34-year-old now? Mm-hmm. 34 Suarez? Yeah, I mean, that's so, a pretty good goal return, that. That is a pretty good goal return, nine, that. Nine, 19 goals is on. 19 goals. Me- Messi's leading the charts with 28. Of course right. he is. Of course he is, yeah. Benzema on 21 and Jared Moreno on 21 as well, which Villarreal just going to notice, but that's a great return. But the, the madder one for me is the French League. Yeah. Collins, you must be fucking lapping this up the amount that we were sucking off Pochettino and he's about to lose the fucking French League title. But he won the French Charity Shield, so, you know, it's not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon but, they'll sack him if he doesn't win the league? If he doesn't oh. get Champions League, I think they will, because they're, they're no, at risk they're getting, of not no, getting Champions no, League. No, they're, get, they're getting Champions League. Yeah, uh, Champions League. I wouldn't be sure, mate. Have you seen Have you seen the league on table? I am looking let's, at it let's have a, let's right have a now. Look. 
They are two points ahead of Monaco with two games to go. Is it top two in France? Top yeah. three, I think. But the top two get automatic and then third goes into the qualifier. But yeah. Lyon are only three points behind, so that's one result. I mean, All... PSG's fixtures, they've got Montpellier away, which isn't an easy game. They've got Rems at home and then seven. of all teams of all teams away imagine if they fucked it up to Brest <laughs> <laughs> it could happen it could happen. imagine the egg on isn't, isn't one of them games a cup game is yeah. it a cup game is it yeah, oh, sure, the, yeah, the point 36, sorry. Yeah, no, it's Montpellier's French Cup, I apologise. Yeah. So they've got Rems at home and they've got Brest away. But every game for, for PSG this season seems to have just been... They seem to make it harder. And even... They, they played it like... They've just had another man sent off again the last game. I know. The deal discipline is just... Lee, you're There's probably the biggest uh, hater of things. <laughs> I do. I really, really do hate them. I just think... They're, they're such an example of a team of individuals. And then when it doesn't go their way, like it's all losers as well. Like the, if it, they would be under the fucking dictionary definition of sore losers, PSG would like, there'd be a big picture of fucking Di Maria's face crying. <laughs> um, but it just, it really, really winds me up because it's like the opposite of sportsmanship. They, they're just so petulant and like throw the toys out of the pram whenever things aren't going right for them. And I hope they get banned and all sorts. FFP, someone's got to do them somewhere. Can't stand them. It'd just be a massive fall from grace for them to do Champions League final, then Champions League semi-finals, and then if they if they mess up one more time, like they just drop two points against, you just draw one of those games. I, I genuinely do think that's them in the Europa League because I don't think the other teams around them are going to fuck up. Oh, it could so potentially funny. be. It could It would be. You know, it would be. I think I'd love I, it. I, everyone love it. would love it. Neymar's just signed this massive multi-million pound deal, earning like what tw- twenty grand, grand a week, I think. Yeah, like twenty twenty grand a day or something. Yeah, yeah. It's thirty million a year after tax. After oh, tax, mate. yeah, ridiculous. His salary now is unreal. And... Well, we'll have had to be paying him sixty million a year probably to get that after tax. Yeah, and he'll be in the Europa League with. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, but no, he wouldn't because can you imagine the fire sale that would happen at PSG if they dropped down into the Europa League? It w- no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't because their owners, their owners are absolutely minted. They don't need football. You're telling me that would be like you're telling me that would be like DFS on an Easter Monday, mate. That, the amount of players that want to leave, they, nah. they all want to be in the Champions League, don't they? they no, As they a player, want you want to be. They all they want, want three hundred a week, and that's why they play for that's PSG. That's why they went there in the first place. Yeah. I don't know, like for, for Neymar and I'll tell you what, for Mbappe, he'd go. Mbappe, Mbappe go. I think yeah, Mbappe's Mbappe going would. regardless. I think Mbappe's done regardless, mate. Really? But where well, does I he go? Is he, I is he out of contract? No, but he's, he, every single interview, all he's saying is the future might not be here, future might not be here. Like I'm happy now, but who knows what the future holds. He's a hundred percent going to Real Madrid. I called this last season when they spent no pennies. Yeah. I'm almost certain it's happening. He's going to Real Madrid this summer. But it's right. Let's play devil's advocate. Why would he go to Real Madrid now? Why would Rebuild. you go to Real Madrid now? Go and be the star. 
Yeah, I know, but look at the team. Like Real Madrid at the moment are are a dead thing. They, they, they just don't have the players. They've been saving all season for this summer. Ramos don't get me wrong. is going. <laughs> Varane is going. They're probably going to get rid yeah. of Hazard. They'll free up the, those books, won't they? Yeah, there is going to be some mad incomings at Real Madrid this season, and I think it's headlined by Mbappe. Yeah, because if he doesn't go Actually, to Real Madrid now, he's not Real Madrid aren't getting him. It's no. as simple as that. He'll end up either staying at PSG or, God forbid, the scousers are listening. Your hair clock, well, hair clock will drag him in by his bollocks. Will he fuck lads? Man, he'll end up a city. No way he's going there. Yeah, no. he's not. He's not. I can't wait till Liverpool don't get Champions League and all their players leave this summer. No, the Europa League next <laughs> season is going to be spicy. <laughs> yeah. Mate. PSG, you really... Juventus, Liverpool. PSG, Juventus, Liverpool. That is tasty, worth, you know. Worth watching. Yeah. You, you come third in your group, you're like, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> can, can, can I go to the Conference League instead? I'll just do my domestic season. Cheers. See you Who, later. Who's even, who's even going into this Conference League? Because it's starting next season and no one oh, even knows no, it's not. What, what positions are going in. No, Wait, it's what? not. It's, it's not starting. Is, is it? I thought it was happening that season, the UEFA Conference League. No, They've not called not. it that, though, have they? Have they really called it that? I think so. That's what it was oh originally it was. Mate, you might as well call it the Papa John's Continental League. Like, what are we doing? How does it, how do you even qualify for that? What are you telling me? Like, what, seven, 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 eight. Eight. UEFA Europa Conference yeah. League scheduled oh. to run for the from the 2021-22 season. Oh no, it's not. Here we go. Qualification. Similar to the UEFA Champions League, qualification to the Europa Conference League will be split into two paths, the Champions Path and the League Path. Unlike the Champions League, however, the Champions Path will only be contested by teams which lost qualification for the Champions League group stage. And what? So if you don't qualify for the Champions League group stage, so you lose out on those qualifiers, you don't go to the Europa League, you go straight down. That's not fair. So... Who, how does this work then? Oh my god, it's well confusing all this. Oh, so look at, looking at the Premier League now, going on the uh, flash goals thing, Tottenham currently in seventh are occupying the Europa Conference League qualification spot. How do you know that? Uh, how do you know it's Spurs? I mean, it's, how do I'm, you know... on, I'm on BBC Sport here. The Europa Conference League is UEFA's new third-ranked competition, effectively a step down from the Europa League. Sixth or seventh place in the Premier League, depending on who wins the FA Cup, will go into the final round of qualifiers next season. It should be the Carabao Cup winners, but Manchester City are guaranteed a Champions League place. There could be no English teams in the tournament if the team who finishes in the UECL position wins the Champions League or Europa League. Well, that's not happening. Mm. No. Right. So <laughs> it's, like, it's like sixth or seventh. So it could be Liverpool. It could be Liverpool. Yeah, I'm literally looking at this here. So, <laughs> who could be playing in the inaugural edition of the new competition? Based on current league positions alone, as of May 4th, here is a selection of the possible participants. Liverpool. Final qualifying round. Liverpool, Betis, Mönchengladbach, Roma, Marseille, Pacos de Ferreira. And then, honestly, right, listen to some of these teams in the second <laughs> qualifying round, right? <laughs> I can't pronounce half of them. Kukariki. Voivdinia, Torpedo Belazinia. There's a team called Torpedo. What else do you need to know? You're just you're just spitting out Wi-Fi passwords here. You're not naming teams. I am. Teams. I'm telling Kyogia. you. 
I'm telling you now, if Liverpool win that competition, they will bring the Premier League, the Champions League, the Charity Shield, the <laughs> FA Cup and the League Cup, the last ones of the all one, they'll parade them on the pitch. And they'll say they, they owned all of them all at one time. Yep. I'm telling you now, they'll do it. There's Imagine no Virgil van Dijk playing against Torpedo. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you really think Salah and Marnie are sticking around this summer to play against Cuckoo Caraca Crack or what the hell, whatever the hell you just said a minute ago? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're well excited to play Shakhtar Karagandhi. Who the fuck, is, who the fuck are they? <laughs> I don't know. Pogon Shezhin, Rakov Shkeshkovia. Some of these, these are, teams are mental. I've never these heard are of all any ingredients. of these. These are all ingredients in my whey protein. <laughs> and, and, and some of my mates tried to tell me that this Europe competition was a good thing. Get fucked. For, for who? Who's it a good thing for? They're, they're, the, they're, the, they're, the, the fans, because they want a good away day to Poland. But lads, you're playing against fucking Division 2 teams. Yeah, imagine trying to get a flight to some of those places. You have to, to get Kazakhstan. a megabus. Yeah, and then 20, like, it'd be in the middle of nowhere. You'd end up freezing to death in the Arctic Circle. Like, there's no to watch, chance. To watch a 1-1 draw. Yeah, and it will be because the, the Premier League teams that are in it will only play, like, the reserves because there's no well, point. All right, here's the next question then. What night is it going to be on? Who's airing it? Who's Thursday. It's going to replace the Friday afternoon Premier League game that no one watches. It has to be because it can't be on a... Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, because that's Champions League and Europa League. And They'll if they just throw all Thursday night, I'm sure they will. Imagine yeah. they put it like the, the five o'clock Thursday night, so, Thursday night one, you know, that no one cares about. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a joke, uh, isn't it? Liverpool v Torpedo on Eurosport. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if that, <laughs> if that. Oh, oh no way. God. That is unreal. Torpedo. That is, that is sen fucking torpedo. Oh that that deserves something there, lads. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, it deserves a dickhead <laughs> of the week nomination. That's what it deserves. You know what? Under eighteen, yeah. We feel over you No, you just it's just not something you do. No. Just no, not that just not that week. Here we go. Oh dickhead of the week. <laughs> Dickhead of the week. Was that recorded live there? Because you were fucking lagging all over the place. <laughs> God knows. Oh, but I think we're all unanimously decided as UEFA that's Dickhead of the Week, yeah? God, where'd you begin? You, 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 yeah, UEFA is my Dickhead of the Week. Why are you trying to host an all-English final when there's a travel ban in Portugal? What the fuck are you doing, lads? The whole point of moving it is so that English fans can go to it. Mm. So why yeah. put it in Portugal? Like, I know that they were saying it's clashing with the championship final, which is on the same day. But, but they said they'll move. move they it. said they'll move yeah, it. Yeah, move it. Play at Spurs, play at Wembley, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Because I think that they want it to be a Champions League-style ground, don't they? Yeah. That don't they have to have certain regulations for it to be a Champions League ground? Mm, I think because so, yeah. I'm sure that certain teams have qualified for the first time in the past, and they've said, "Oh, now they've got to make all these amends to their stadium." Blah blah blah, for like TV cameras and stuff like that. So, because people were saying, "Well, Villa's ground would be perfect for it because it's an iconic old English stadium. It's in the centre of the country. It's like 
easy for f- both sets of fans to get to to Birmingham from London and Manchester. Yeah, but Portugal, come on. <laughs> Well, they're coming out of all these demands, aren't they? So apparently the sticking points today with their discussions was that they wanted twice the amount of supporters, I think, than we're actually letting due to government guidelines at the moment. And they yeah. wanted um, COVID passes for all of the journalists and media and everyone to, to turn up. I mean, what, what else do you want? Like, it's like every, We'll say yes to those things. We probably said yes to so many things. We'll say yes to those things, and then they'll just think of whatever else they can throw on. We want toothbrushes in the changing room like yeah. you know what i mean just just daft stuff but to go from that to changing it to wembley for safety and then turn around and say you know where else is warm this time here portugal and what's the fucking point just put it back in turkey well i bet i know what it'll be one of the um one of the owners of uefa or one of the people that's making the decisions will have shares in like ryanair or easyjet or something like that because now everyone's going over to portugal like my my fucking mum and dad like when it was announced the other day, uh, where the green list countries were like, the finger was literally hovering over the pay button on the laptop for a holiday to Portugal, and the second they they announced Portugal, my mum fucking clicked the button and paid for it. Like, and there would be a lot of people that were the same, and all these companies that are, that are doing like COVID tests and things like that, they're gonna make an absolute killing off people that have to pay for a test. Like, I bet you someone at UEFA is going to be like, mm, I've got shares in them. So, yeah, let's have in Portugal. It's got all the Brits over there, shall we? Give them a bit more money. It's all money. It's always money. Yeah. Always money. Yep. Bellens. It's like Super League business. Like, you know, UEFA weren't the Saints in all of that. They they came out looking like the White Knights. They're really not. Like, they, they, yeah. They're just they're, they're foul. Like, even the, the way they, you know, reformatted the European Cup. I way back when and turned into Champions League and they just completely fucked it. Same way that the Premier League did in the early 90s. It's just the Premier League, to their credit, it, it was based on merit, yeah. unlike the Super League. I, I have another nomination. Go on. Go um, on. Barcelona's club doctor for <laughs> a head so specific. with involving Sergio Busquets and Stefan Savic. Busquets was basically knocked out cold and was allowed to walk off the pitch and then walk back on again. And as soon as he touched the ball once more, he collapsed down to the floor again. Do your fucking job. You're talking head injuries and players' careers and later life. We've brought in concussion substitutions for a reason. Do your fucking job, lad. I don't care if he's told you you're fit or not. You can clearly see he was out of it. Ray Hudson, who was on commentary, could tell straight away as he was walking off. He's like, he can't be going back on. There's no way he's gone. And he came back on. He took one touch to the ball and then he collapsed to the floor again. And the doctor was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have put him back on. It's not fucking hard, is it? I mean, that's his literal duty of care is to the player. Like, Yeah. He could get sacked for that. He should get sacked for it. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah, that was my decade of the week. Them in UEFA. I've I've got a couple. I think there was one a legitimate one. No, I just stick to the one. Um, Ollie McBurney. Can't <laughs> <laughs> um, wait I mean, to see how you articulate this one now. I don't know where to fucking begin with him. So, if someone's recording you and you are a professional footballer, you you've got to be on your best behaviour. Otherwise, you're fucking yourself over. Now, this lad was, what, I don't know, 
17, 18 or something like that. And he decides that to stamp one stamp on his phone, which didn't do anything by the looks of it, because he didn't stop the recording, and then start trying to smack this lad. And now he's under investigation by Sheffield. Is he still at Sheffield? I don't know, wherever the yeah. fuck he is, I don't care. He's shit anyway. Um, <laughs> and he could that could be the end of his career, just because he wanted to be an hard man in the street to some kids. Just a fucking... He's, he's renowned for it, though, isn't he? He's always been a bit of an idiot. Uh, and now... Not. Yeah, now he might have his career cut short. Good. Don't be a dick. Unluck- yeah, unlucky. You got anything, Dale? Uh, no, mine, mine was just the UEFA, to be honest. I, I've got one, but he's not going to win, but I'm going to I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> Derby County. <laughs> oh... You're in, you're in a relegation battle with Wickham Wanderers, Rotherham, and Sheffield Wednesday on a points deduction. Yeah. Firstly, you, you don't even avoid relegation by your own hand. You draw against Sheffield Wednesday, and then you need Cardiff to do you a favour in the last minutes against Rotherham, and then you go and celebrate, and then go and celebrate with the fans. I, don't get me wrong, I get the relief. I'm going to need you to tone it down slightly. Yeah. Because two seasons ago, you were in the playoffs for the Premier League, and now you're voiding relegation to League One. I'm going to need you to just turn the dial down from the 11 that you're displaying at the moment to like a solid four. Go home, be happy, have a drink on the quiet at home. Don't be celebrating like that. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Dickheads of the week. And to be honest with you, they could still go down. Yeah. FFP. Uh, has found them guilty, I think, haven't they? And if they do a points deduction, Wickham stay up and they go down. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Wayne, but... I didn't know that. He, he'll that, be all right. When, did, leave when did that come out? Today. Oh, shit. So they could be fucked either way. <laughs> wow. Would they not? Wow. Or would they not just start next season on a minus points like Sheffield? No, I think Wednesday it applies did. to this season. I've, I'm sure I've read that it applies this mm. season. So the the celebrate because the point was the celebrations were possibly premature because they now could actually still go down if there is <laughs> a decision to be made about points deductions. Oh no way! <laughs> Unlucky. <Yeah. laughs> Honestly, it's like every club in the English league system has a fucking points deduction. Yeah. It's the, the normal now. It's, it is. It's, it's like a it's a reoccurring theme, isn't it? It's you know, at some point during the season, there's you know, there's there's a team from you know, Championship, League One, League Two, whatever, you know, French League. There's there's always some some team under some sort of investigation for financial fair play, this, that, and the other. But um, again, does it does it come down to like you know? Fit and proper tests for the owners and stuff, and more, um, you know, sort of more rules, regulations into how our clubs sort of run and owned and stuff. But that's that's something for another day. That I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bizarre punishment. I think like you're a club struggling with money, so what we're going to do is we're going to deduct your points so that you probably get relegated, where you're going to struggle even more for money. That'd be like me turning around to Lee and saying, "Oh, lad." You've been in your overdraft for a bit longer than I want, you know. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take your laptop away from you so you can't do your job. <laughs> like, what are we doing? But saying that, Bolton uh, Bolton got promoted again. 
you know, after after the season they had last year, they started off at like minus twenty odd points. You know, and, yeah. you know they've they've managed to do it on the last day of the season. Buzzing. So getting back into um, League One, so they've uh, they've sort of turned it around and good on them. Right. Hopefully they can uh, have a decent yeah. season next season as well. Absolutely. Hyde Juniors and my former teammate legend Anthony Sarsavic, captain of Bolton, scoring the uh, scoring one of the winners. Fair play to him. Good lad. Good yeah. lad. Absolutely. Who's your winner? Who's your winner, Dale? Uh, um, UEFA for me. Just everyone's everyone's kind of uh, yeah. agreed on that one. Um, I say, just mind boggles why they've why they're not hosting it here. Um, it's yeah, I couldn't even think it's money. It's got to be. It's got to be money. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, it's just just play it in England. <laughs> just play it at Wembley. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the, it's the logical. It's it's it just makes the most sense. Do you, you know, know what? Even and... if you didn't want to play it at Wembley, there's so many stadiums you could play it in oh, the UK. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How many times yeah. have we said that we're we're ready for a European Championships or World Cup, for example? Yeah, we could just You've do it. The, Sp- the Spurs Stadium. All right, you don't want everyone in London. Fine, play it at Old Trafford, Villa Park, St James's. Go over to fucking Wales. Yeah, like, there's, so many, mm. there's so many. There's so many stadiums. in Ireland. So yeah, many. even uh, West Ham's the Olymp- you know Olympic Stadium. Yeah, you know yeah. that's if you push that's if you push for, for space, like, Asians like that. Yeah, if you push for space, play at Twickenham. Yeah, <laughs> like, the stadiums and- all over the place. And if, if it's like limited fans are allowed and you want to get a decent atmosphere, put it in a small stadium like Anfield. <laughs> what, right, I think what, we a small, <laughs> what a line to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm out. Right, lads, it's been an absolute pleasure if you have been here for one minute or one hour it's very much appreciated we've done a relatively short one tonight um but i feel like we've uh we've shot the shit well boys and they're going to be shorter from now on because we've got some exciting changes coming next week which we will tell everyone about on monday oh yeah oh shit oh shit indeed does anyone have any final parting words before we shut this whole thing down good to be back cheers for having me lads uh, I hate West Brom. And yeah, Anfield is tiny. Anfield is absolutely <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Follow us on all our socials at we are 4M1T. Find us on Spotify, 4M1T. Share us with your friends. YouTube, we are 4Manx1Toffee. Still subscribe, share about. Find Chris on the Mad Sports Network along with Devo and Gav Mack for some good shit talking all things combat sports aren't you mate yeah mate uh not this week but next week we are back with the gar pass on thursday and we just did a, another boxing podcast to show last week but we are not back with one of those until the end of may i'm looking at potentially the next daniel dubois fight so uh i'll keep everyone posted with that one what a name dubois dubois <laughs> <laughs> sound right thank you very much everyone been an absolute pleasure and Good night, God bless, stay safe. Restrictions are lifted next week, we're out of here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us. You can subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Apple and Google Podcasts and all other major podcast stations. Also, you can find us on YouTube. Just search for Formax One Toffee. 
And please follow us on social media at WeAre4M1T.